Okay. Uh, so I don't know if I may have said something along the lines of uh, the first rule of Fight Club is <laughs> you don't talk about Fight Club. That is the exact opposite <laughs> of the first rule of the Guy Fox podcast. <laughs> first rule is tell everybody about <laughs> the, the Guy Fox uh, broadcast podcast. <laughs> this episode, um, I'm going. I'm just. It's a. It's a uh, smorgasbord. It's just a whole buffet of shit. Uh, because of all the stuff that I've been thinking about in the past couple days, I had a rough couple days, man. It's it's not been, it's not easy being cheesy. Um, so I thought about some things to, to, to maybe, one, build you up, and two, help you out, and then three, survive. So one, build you up. Did you think that human beings were were stupid I'm going to get around to you but I'm just going to point out some some basics if we forget about the basics we fall apart man the, the, the special stuff is stupid at that point that's why I talk about stuff like politics and, and I talk about how like we're a democratic uh, I'm sorry no no strike that we are a constitutional republic we are not a democracy we are not a pure democracy. We practice certain principles of it. Uh, I'll give you an example that most people, this, this fucks up most people, is the Electoral College, which we got from the Roman Catholic Church. Um, and it's, it's better than a pure democracy, to an extent. It's better than, um, what are the other ways? If they were to, like, this is the thing, dude. Like, what are you going to do? If we were to go by popular vote, fuck that, dude. All you got to do, and they've been saying this for years, all you have to do is is go to the coastal states, which would be liberal. Like, we, there would be no chance of somebody non-liberal ever getting in again. Because the, the, the coastal states are oddly where the majority of our population apparently is, or at least the population that votes. I mean, there's more people in between, sure, but to get all of them on the same page, fuck. Good luck, man. So, I propose this. I didn't I didn't mention I was going to do this, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway. I propose this. Every state, and maybe even include Puerto Rico... See, I, I I would rather... I don't know, man. Puerto Rico's a hard one. I don't know what I want to do with Puerto Rico. They want to become a state, but... <laughs> this might be, just be too fucking petty. We've got 50 stars on the flag, man. It's perfect. <laughs> the fuck, dude? Anybody from Puerto Rico that ever listens to this, they're going to be like, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck their flag. Put one more on there somewhere. Just make it a big one or a small one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Just make us a state. We really like the United States. We want to be one. Um, I got it. I I have made the mistake of not putting in any windshield wipe for washer fluid in a while, and uh, well, I'm paying for it now. Hopefully, you don't hear a fucking crash in the middle of this motherfucker. Anywho.
the solution to the Electoral College is you give every state, and if we're going to include uh, uh, um, Washington, D.C., which shouldn't be a separate thing, uh, and Puerto Rico, if we're going to include those two, all right, everybody gets the equal dividend of 100%, right? Because you, that's what we shoot for. Stats-wise, it's perfect. And by the way, I really hate when I hear anything above 100%. Can you fill a glass above 100%? See what I mean? That's stupid. I hate that. This is the same shit when I hear about uh, students and professors who believe in, in, in the business departments that believe that uh, you shouldn't buy gold. That gold isn't, uh, we shouldn't worry about backing our dollar with gold. What? Are you out of your fucking mind? Joel or gold, rare. Uh, metals and um, jewels. You're out of your fucking mind. Suck a dick. Those people are stupid, okay? Don't listen to them. Listen to Ron Paul. Ron Paul should have been our president at least two times by now. Ron Paul is... He is the, the most honest politician ever. More than George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, uh, all of them. John Adams... Talking, I know that not all of these guys, um, well, John Adams, was, but not all of the people that I always talk about were presidents, okay? It doesn't mean that they have to be. And yes, I get confused from time to time about who Benjamin, or which one, Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Jefferson was, was the president. I think it was Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin wasn't, or vice versa. It's one of the two. Anywho, um, the way to solve this electoral college problem is... Uh, like I just said, you give every state slash also Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. equal share. And this is why I don't want to include Washington, D.C. It's because it's, it's, it's fucking part of Maryland. Shut up. Uh, you give everybody the equal share of a, of a percentage of 100%. And this is how you win a state. Okay? This is how you win the total election. Popular vote. Popular vote in the cities... In the states, which we also we already go by now, popular vote in the the towns, villages, and cities when the when when the county, the majority of counties win the state, the majority of states win the overall presidency. Boom! There you go. Now you've just granted more power to the individual vote. Now you've taken away... Now Bernie Sanders can't get rolled over by Hillary Clinton. Now Ron Paul can't get rolled over by the Republican Party. I mean, a lot of people talk about how... Um, what was his name? The fucking Mormon? The, the guy from whatever... I didn't like him personally. Everybody else can be on his jock. I don't give a shit. I didn't like the guy. And I didn't like the guy because... God, what was his name? You know what I'm talking about. The, the fucking Mormon. He, uh, because while he, he was running, Ron Paul was running and was getting rolled over by the Republican Party. And, uh, and so I kind of blame him for it too. So, because he could have came out and been like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but Ron Paul's number two and a strong number two, as in I'm starting to shit my pants. You know why he didn't? I don't know either. I couldn't tell you either, but that was, um. 
that's a true story. Go check it out on YouTube, you can find it. Or on Google or whatever. So, anyway. Um, human beings are incredible fucking creatures. We, dude, you can learn anything. 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 Unless you have, like, a mental... A, a mental disorder... I don't, I don't know if I want to say mental... It's not a mental illness, but a mental disorder. You know, if you have, like, I don't know, something that prevents you from learning stuff. And even then, you can still learn just about fucking anything. Human beings are incredible creatures. And by the way, if you hear me call somebody stupid or dumb or ignorant or any of that, that's a character trait. That's not about them being a human being, dude. You want to talk shit about... The people up in the Appalachian Mountains and the, and the rednecks and the hillbillies and all that. By the way, rednecks are Scottish. The hillbillies are Irish. Uh, the rednecks are in the hills of Appalachia. They were the, they, they formed essentially, and I don't like this, but they formed the first union. They needed it. And this is where, like, I'll come in and say, okay, in, in some places, yes, in, in some instances, a union is needed. Or, or a good thing. I don't know if I want to say necessarily needed, but a good thing. Um, the Scots were in the hills of Appalachia. They were, I'm sorry, in the mountains of Appalachia uh, digging coal. And there are some, some bad bosses and some bad fucking city folk trying to come in and, and kick them out of a job and all sorts of other shit. So they took red sashes. It's not because they were getting a sunburn on the back of their neck. They took red sashes and put them around their, their necks and became the rednecks. And the rednecks were kind of a gang. <laughs> and I don't want to say a gang, but they were kind of, they were, the, they were a union. They were a unionized group of dudes. They were like, you know what, we're going to beat up the dudes that keep coming and trying to fucking kick us out and shit like that. So they were the first. There's more to it, but they were, they, that's where the redneck come from. Uh, the Irish who migrated to the south and settled in the hills, the twang that you hear in in the south, that hey y'all and all that, that's actually a, a dialect of Irish and Scottish, um, more more Irish but Irish and Scottish accent. I mean, it's a dialect of English, obviously, but it's 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 uh, broke down. It's it's evolved from I don't know if I want to. Say, well, yeah, fuck it. It's evolved from Irish, from the Irish brogue. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Where was I going with that? Oh, take the people from Appalachia that everybody seems to think is stupid and they're not. They're human beings. They can learn to be fucking rocket scientists. I'm not fucking around, dude. If you have the drive, you can learn and do just about anything. And I, it, within the realm of fucking the laws of physics, okay? And you can do that too. And, uh, however, I'm going to I'm going to call some bullshit out right now, okay? Because as, as incredible as we are, what undermines it is, as always, the liberal fucking left. Uh, dude, if you want to know why, I mean, just listen to me. Listen to all the shit and try to understand what I'm talking about. Why I cannot fucking stand the liberal left. I am an artist. I'm also a writer. I apparently was born with a pretty a, a large imagination, okay? And I, and I have a drive for these things. I'm writing a book. I fucking love it. I love what I'm doing. 
and uh, I grew up drawing. It started in first grade. I remember drawing in the top part of my papers, and the teacher took notice of it, which made me feel good. And then I started drawing thanks to, and I was always a DC fan up until I started drawing, and then I became a Marvel fan. I love the X-Men. Um, anybody who says abstract art is art doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about or is an asshole. <laughs> uh, this, I might, I might lose some people on this one, but uh, I'm making a hard stand on this. Abstract anything is much like trans anything. It's play pretend. And it comes from liberals who want to give everybody a fucking participation trophy. There's no winning and losing when, when you can add in abstract. My cousin, which is so funny because for the longest time, I was known as the artist. I Actually, my grandmother was, was an artist. And um, she ended up giving me all of her books uh, about art and stuff like that, which I ended up throwing away because I didn't fucking need. But it was a very good gesture, a very nice gesture. That kind of made me sound like an asshole. I apologize. Uh, but I ended up going through like a minimalist phase, which I still like doing. But I went through an, a minimalist phase where I threw out all the shit that I didn't want or need. And those books were kind of a part of it. Because I already, I already knew like what it was. Anyway, so my cousin ends up going off to college and then coming back. Well, he went for an art major. And I'm like, that's strange, because I'd never heard not a fucking word about it. I'd never known that he likes art. Maybe this is something that we can hang out and do together, you know? Turns out, well, he's a major fucking liberal. He has caused more problems in our fucking family than he can shake a stick at. And in, fa in fact, it's part of the reason why our, our entire family is, is almost all but done. We have a massive Irish Catholic family, and or more, more so Irish, but an Irish family that's just massive, 50 plus people, and we meet every Thanksgiving and Christmas, every year, or Christmas Eve, and it's done now. Well, uh, we'll see, but this year, Christmas, we're not going to have Christmas, and Thanksgiving is pretty much done. Well, no, we'll, we'll have this last Thanksgiving, and then we'll see. We'll see how everybody stands from that, but we're pretty much done, dude, and it's because of that little fucker. Anywho. And he's older than me. He's like two years older than me. So he comes out with an art major. This sounds petty. I'm fine with that. I'm pretty petty anyway. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, this is where I'm coming from. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to hang out. We're going to do art. And I see his art. It's abstract art. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's art. And I've always had this, as have you and every fucking body else. I've noticed that this type of shit that like I'd stand firm on Everybody else thinks, but not many people want to say because nobody wants to offend somebody else. Fuck that. Start offending people, dude. And I don't mean on purpose. Just fucking talk. Just say, your, say where you stand. You're going to offend somebody. So the fuck what? Let them get offended. Dude, I was, I've been offended my whole life. I got over it. Holy shit, dude. I just got into it with my mom yesterday, the fucking staunch Democrat, uh, because I was trying to fucking tell her a story and she just had to cut in and tell me that I was doing something wrong. Oh, I'm telling a story, dude. Don't fucking ruin it. Anywho. Uh, yeah, so then I see his shit. Of course, it's abstract art. And we got to discussing about it. And he's like, uh, well, art doesn't need to be verbatim. 
And I'm like, yeah, it kind of fucking does. In a, in, a, in a way. Really? You think Michelangelo, who fucking painted the Sistine Chapels, Chapel, would come out and go, you know what? That's just as good as what I did. Your shit where, and my cousin brought up, which is clever. Again, the liberal left are clever. I'm going to give that to them. They're, that's fine. They're clever. They come up with really good ways to make their shitty ideas sound good. If they'd only spend that time on, on finding out what the actual truth is and following it, I wouldn't have anything to bitch about. But they're really good at coming up with uh, ways to make their shitty ideas sound good. They're clever. So my cousin's telling me about how there's, there's this one abstract artist who would go to the bar and get drunk and come home and he had a really hard day or whatever, or hard life, and he'd just dip his hands into the paint and he'd punch the canvas and then he'd call it rage. Okay, I can admit that that sounds clever, but it's, it's everybody can do that. Everyone can do that. And not just that, the guy must have been a massive pussy to not punch through the canvas? What is he... What, how is he not punching through... Canvas is, is pretty strong to an extent, but it's not... And I know I keep saying to an extent, but it's not strong enough to take a man's drunken, retard... Uh, uh, retard strength, angry punch... What? No. I'm not, I'm not letting you get off of that one. So, that's where I stand with abstract. We're better than that. You are better than that. Don't, listen, I want to sing, okay? I would love to sing. It's always been a dream my whole life to be able to sing. I have a horrible voice. I will never be able to sing. Ever. Not ever. I will never be able to sing. In fact, You'll, I'll actually sing every once in a while. I feel like I might have done it to one of these podcasts. Um, and you'll hear my voice and you'll go, God damn, don't do that. You know, listen or listen to this motherfucker try to sing. That's what it's like, okay? And I've come to terms with that. If you're not an artist, if you can't, if you can't paint or sculpt or uh, draw to where it looks almost verbatim but in a creative way then come to terms with it you're not good or spend some time learning how to do it to be honest every human being can be an artist but see that's where the soul comes in okay not everybody's the same good we like that whatever you're good at focus on that don't focus on something you're not good at fuck that Focus on what you're good at. Who knows? You might end up making some money off of it. You might end up changing your life to go do that. I mean, don't don't just run off chasing your dreams. Fuck's sake, I'd love to do that. I'd love to spend all day long just writing my book and finish it and get it out and start selling. But I have to work and take care of my family. I can't just run off and take and, and fucking follow my dreams. That's why it's taken me almost 15 years to write one book. But it's going to be good when it comes out. Because I've taken the time. I, I didn't want to just rush it. And I had to live life. And life happens. But 
I'm not good at singing, so it's not like I'm going to fucking drop what I'm doing and go run off and try to start a singing career and put my family's life in jeopardy. Fuck that. Stop it with the abstract anything. Could you imagine abstract carpentry or abstract plumbing? You wouldn't pass not one single fucking code. You know what I mean? You'd probably kill somebody. How about an abstract car? Would it run? And if it did, would it run well? Would you be able to use it, like, for practical means? Fuck that, dude. How about we just knock it off with the participation trophies and we start allowing people to be good at what they do? You got to let somebody fall so that they get better. In this world, we define our reality in part by the, the hardships that we have, you know? Stop trying to prevent that. A liberal, and today's liberal, they want to scoff off responsibility and accountability. That's why I say it at the end of, my, at the, end of the podcast every time, because it's true. And when you do that, all you're doing is, is taking away something that could help you grow. A mistake, like we don't look at mistakes as we should. Mistakes are one of life's greatest learning tools. And especially a regret. A regret is like a, a mistake on steroids, right? A mistake, by, by the way, you might make the same mistake over and over and over. As incredible as we are, you might do it. I have. I just rolled my ankle, mind you, last night for the third time in, in three months. I feel like I may have stretched my fucking tendon so bad that I it, it'll just happen from here on out. It fucking hurts. All right? I've made the same mistake three times. We all do that. But then we look at it like, oh, that's the worst thing ever. I don't want to admit it, and I don't want to... I've heard... I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I, don't, I live with no regrets. Then don't come around me. Because you will get somebody killed. Fuck you. If you live without regrets, then you're not paying attention to life. Take those regrets. Dude, I have some serious regrets in my life. And I take those and I hold on to them so that I never make that same mistake again. And in fact, in a couple of times, I have. (laughs) I swore after my first divorce, I would never get with another German woman again. Not fucking ever. Not one more German woman. Guess what? I married a German woman and now I have to deal with somebody who is on time all the fucking time. So there's something about Germans and time, dude. I don't know what it is. I, I swear to God. Check it. Check this shit. If you think I'm lying, go and fucking talk to a German person about being on time. Hang out with them for a little bit. Set up a date or a fucking play date or I don't know, a time to go hang out. And then show up late and see how they react. Holy fucking shit. That's my life every day. And they're so... Ah, ooh, ah, fucking Germans, dude. Um, where was I going with that? Shit. How did I lose train of thought that fast? You could probably play a drinking game with how many times I lose train of thought. And I'd be okay with that. first rule of Guy Fox Radio is tell everybody about it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. 
play a drinking game. If you don't, if you think I'm stupid and I'm done, then fucking fine. Good. Like, listen to it and laugh at me. I'm fine. I got a, um, a sponsor that I'm bringing over from my other podcast that, uh, or they're, they're, they're wanting to hop over here because they like, apparently the few listeners that I had, um, really got it going for them. So they, uh, I'll, I'll tell you about them in a, in a couple days when maybe that, that comes to fruition. Um, fuck, what was I saying that got me where I was? You know what? Fuck it. Anyway, human beings are awesome. Um, oh, mistakes. Uh, yeah, regret. Oh, yeah. So, no, take your regrets and hold them. It's the same with your mistakes. Learn from them. It's all right. Don't, don't get all downtrodden and shit. Everybody makes mistakes. Even fucking super, super smart people do. And in fact, when I used to work at the, uni- the University of Michigan or work uh, on a building in construction for the University of Michigan, those students, which University of Michigan is really fucking smart. I, they're just under an Ivy League school. These fucking students would walk into our construction site where we had been working for a year and they'd still walk in and almost get crushed. I mean, constantly, dude. They'd almost get run over by a backhoe. They'd almost fall into a fucking hole. All sorts of stupid shit. It's not like we weren't there a year prior and for that entire time. We were. Every day, Monday through... Actually, Monday through Sunday. There was always somebody working there. And these fucking retards would walk through our, our uh, job site. It was just stupid. When you fill your head with that much intelligence, there's, <laughs> there, you're going to be lacking in some areas too. All right? Yes, we're incredible. And it's, and it's a time frame too. Like had they spent enough time there, they would have stopped being so dumb, but happens to the best of us. I'm just pointing out that, listen, we all make mistakes. Stop looking at them as if it's the worst thing in the world. They're not. All right? Obviously, you don't want to make the same mistake over and over and over. I'm not saying that. Although you may, just try to learn from them. Don't look at them as, 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 you know, as anything other than a learning tool. And something that you don't necessarily want to do. But, listen, there's a gray area there. There's a gray area in most places in our lives. Yes, there's black and white, but there's a lot of gray. And this is one of them. Same with a, a regret. Now, a regret, like I said, is a souped-up mistake. Hold on to those. Stop making the same ones. And don't listen to the fucking media and the mainstream uh, uh, entertainment industry. Okay? Don't listen to them. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about anyway. I mean, look at how many of them have either killed themselves or went down, like, these horrible meltdowns. When I broke my computer two days ago, when I body slammed the shit out of it, and I, I fucking... I beat the shit out of a fucking computer. Um, I am now feeling the residual effects of of that. Um, and what I'm getting at is I'm writing a book. I have a purpose. This is my life's work. Besides being a father, this is my life's work. And for a couple of moments, I've felt what it's like not to have that. And it's like, holy shit, I've got enough money to get us through the next couple of months. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I'm, I'm, in, I'm sitting in a, a pretty good spot. And if I wanted to, I don't have to work. 
today or yesterday. Like I, I kind of didn't do really that much yesterday. And sitting there going, doing that, I started kind of getting depressed. It's like, holy shit, like it's done. Like I don't have to do anything right now. What do you think Hollywood thinks of all the time? Now I'm a religious person and I have shit that I can keep myself busy with. Somebody who is worth, take Jim Carrey, who's going through some weird shit. That guy's worth over a hundred million dollars. He has over a hundred million dollars. Uh, mind you, his ex-girlfriend, uh, who is Irish, just died. Now, I don't know how much I can blame on him. She killed herself. Um, or accidentally committed suicide, something like that. And then her estranged husband, I don't know how that works, and her mom are now suing Jim Carrey for some shit. The reason I don't want to be on Jim Carrey's side is he is a Canadian who came down and started telling us how to live when he couldn't live the life that he lives now in Canada. Canada, he would have never gotten as far as he's gotten here in the States. The States is that our, our capitalist system, our free market system is what has caused him to be worth over $100 million. Canada would have never provided him that chance. And now he's down here and he's trying to fucking tell us to get rid of the Second Amendment and essentially turn into Canada, the same fucking place that never would have given him the chance to be what he is today. So I don't really want to be on his side for that. He's a liberal leftist. He's a piece of shit. He's not... I like his characters on in, his, in, a, in a couple of his movies, not all of them, when he was funny more than, than his characters now and more than who he is. You know, but... but uh, God damn it. I'm losing train of thought. I apologize. I'm hungry. This happened the other day, too. Fuck me. Oh, it's, it, that's what it was. He's going through some crazy shit. Like, if you've heard some of the interviews that he's had recently, he used to be one of my favorite people in the world. And he's really let me down. Because he's just constantly shitting. He's, he's joined the liberal left. He's a total Democrat. He shits on everybody who isn't a Democrat. And listen, hey, you know, go after McConnell. Go after uh, McCain when he was alive. I don't like McCain. I think he was a rhino and he's a piece of shit. Not that I care for Republicans. But then he goes after after Trump left and right. Trump is a great president. He goes after Trey Gowdy, and he goes after Jason Chavitz, and he goes after Jim Jordan. He goes after uh, uh, Sarah, Mich- uh, Sarah Huckabee. Huckabee Saunders? Sarah Saunders Huckabee? Something like that. Um, and he goes after all these good people who just aren't on his side. And uh, just, But he's also going through this... He's trying to find a purpose in life. He doesn't have a purpose anymore, dude. You know why? Because he's, he's done. And he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in God. So he has no purpose in life, which is why he's saying the weird shit that he's saying and he's doing the weird shit that he's doing. Look at all of Hollywood. Do you want to live that way? I don't. Anyway. And you can do better than him, by the way. You could do way better. Human beings are not stupid. We're not horrible people. Have there been people? Yeah, but that's a character trait, dude. You can change that anytime you want. I've been stupid before, but it was a character trait. It was apparently what I was choosing to do. You know, I was choosing to be lazy and not learn and 
you know, not take my time. Dude, I could have been the head of my class in every area had I wanted to, but I didn't want to. Now, here comes the argument. Well, are you saying that the other people couldn't have matched that? No, we all could have been. We all could have been at the same level 100% all the time. That is an, an acquirable thing. But it's the character traits, right? Our soul comes into it, and then we decide, all right, either I like doing bad shit, which I've been around, and I've done. I grew up with kids that were shitty, shitty assholes that were given everything in life, and I didn't, you know, and I would, so I'd want to hang out with them. What's crazy is my, my best friend Shane um, had less than I did. Like, my mom... She finally reached like a level of, of middle class. And, but I had to share my, that, that with my two sisters. And um, they were trouble and needed to constantly be bailed out. My mom kept doing it, which was a mistake. But I, dude, I remember I wore, I had uh, Sean Kemp's kamikazes back when I was 12, 13, 13 or 14. And I wore those things. I hate, I mean, when I got them, they were pretty cheap. I, I want to say they were probably one of the most expensive shoes I may have ever bought, which were like 60 bucks. And I wore those things for, I want to say almost, I wore them so long, I know that I, I wore out the, 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 the insoles. And then I, I was walking on that rubber without an insole. And I wore, a, I want to say I wore a hole through the left big toe. I wore those things out and I and I only had like one or two pairs of pants growing up like you know what I mean and my best friend had less than I did which was insane but I I remember besides him he was a good dude hanging out with the kids up in Michigan like they all they all like my dad's best friend's son who I hung out with all the time he had everything you could ever imagine. I mean, he had dirt bikes, and he had fucking four-wheelers and three-wheelers, and, uh, I mean, this is back. I mean, he, we had, he had every Nintendo game and Nintendo and everything, everything. And I didn't. So I hung out with him. But he'd always want to go do bad shit, man. You know, I mean, we'd build forts. We'd do some kid stuff, and then we'd go out, and he'd just be, ugh, it'd, it'd be bad, man. Like, he'd want to go tear shit up and fucking fuck with kids that didn't have as much as he did. And he would turn it around on me every once in a while. It was pretty bad, you know? There's just some people out there that choose to be bad. Don't be that, you know? Take, take your human body if, and, and find out what you're good at and then fucking find the drive. Find it. Sometimes you got to find the drive before you can you can do the good shit that you want to do. You know, my drive is I want to help people out, which is what the book's for, and I want to let my kids. It's another way to show my kids that I love them because my kids are the the uh, especially my son because he was six years before my daughter. I'd been writing it since before my son, and then I made my son the the main character, and then my daughter came along. So it's, it's also a, version, a, a way to show my kids, a lasting way to show my kids and everybody else that I love them. And then on top of that, I want to be an author so that I have a job that I can take care of my family and that we're, we're taken care of. Like, I'm the type of person, I don't need a lot. I don't need, I don't need all the money in the world. I just want enough money to where we're taken care of and we don't have bills. That's what I want. And I don't have a boss. 
that's what I want to attain. I want to get to the point where my bills are taken care of. I don't have any. I don't have to worry about them. And I don't have a boss. And we're taken care of. If I died today, my family would be taken care of. And yes, I've noticed, especially with the word that I just used, that my, my accent is almost all but gone from the South. Every once in a while, I'll get people that go, are you from the South? Yeah. But it's almost all but gone. And that's sad, because I miss it. I miss the South so fucking much. Anyway, so human beings are awesome. You can be super fucking awesome. I'll tell you more about you later. All right. Oh, some things to help you with. So that's building me up a little bit. And it's not really that much. I was really just, I guess, ranting on some shit. But you are awesome. And don't, don't think that you're not. You know, find what you're good at. And maybe you might have to find the drive for it. Find that drive. And then take that drive and just crush that shit. Do it. Quit being such a pussy. Uh, now, some things that will help you. One, um, why aren't you using baby wipes? Why are you using toilet paper? What? Dude, I've been using baby wipes for eight years. Nine years. Eight? Nine. Nine years. Since, since my son was born, I've been using baby wipes. I had always worried, for some reason, about having a dirty ass. It's just, I'm, I'm kind of a clean, a clean freak or a neat freak, if you will. And uh, I suffered from OCD for a while. Uh, it was when my first love broke up with me after. I had been going through some weird shit. I had a bad dream that I killed my neighbor. I didn't, but I had a bad dream that I killed my neighbor, and I felt super fucking bad about it. And it was right after, oh, I had watched a, uh, uh, weirdly enough, a Lifetime movie. I think it was Lifetime or something called uh, the sleepwalking murders the sleepwalk murders or something like that so then I had a dream that I fucking killed my my neighbor and I thought I'd killed him and then I didn't but it was, it was really fucking with me it was kind of traumatic and then I remember driving by a guy on the road on, uh, on I-65 in Tennessee and he was changing his tire I knew I didn't hit him but after I drove by like I kept checking my mirror and I saw him he was fine I didn't hit him but then, like, for some reason, this what-if question went into my head, and it just fucked me up, dude. It would just kept going, well, what if you did? Well, what if this? Well, what if this? And it was the beginning stages of OCD, and then my first love broke up with me, and that was, dude, that was, that, that goes by how I describe hell for people. Um, it, was, it was the first heartache that I've ever had, and I mean, it was fucking bad. It tore me to pieces. Uh, I think it still affects me to this day, I would imagine. But um, in part, so I'd always been, now this is weird, this is a side thing, but I'd always been worried that my dad was going to abandon me. My sisters aren't his, so they're kind of my half-sisters. I've just always thought of them as my full sisters. My sisters aren't his, and um, my, when my mom and dad split when I was eight, my sisters went off with my mom and my dad and I went back to Michigan. We were living in Croton on the Hudson, New York. And, uh, and when he, and he kind of, I mean, they weren't, we, they weren't together, but they still kind of were. And he still talked to them all the time and all that. Well, uh, I'm supposed to be getting off here. Oh, 
Why would you... Oh, yeah, this is fun. Oh, I still got off. Nice. So, this is the stupidest thing. I'm watching a cop pull over a guy on a fucking on-ramp. You stupid motherfucker. Anywho. So, it was when my dad met my stepmother that he totally abandoned my sisters. And I had always kind of had that worry ever since my mom and dad, and this is why you don't get a divorce. Ever since my mom and dad had that real big fight and then they split when I was about eight, I'd always had this feeling that my dad was going, that, that something was wrong. Somebody was going to abandon me. So I started to develop abandonment issues. And when my, when my uh, dad essentially abandoned my sisters, I developed, you know, daddy issues with that total abandonment issues and uh and so I latched on to women you know I I uh I know this is weird but I would I was so worried that somebody would leave me and then I became very jealous especially with my first love so it wasn't really her fault it was more so mine because I had pushed her I had uh I had such issues with being abandoned and my dad doing that and all of this and this worry that I'd have because he never came down to see me do anything. He never came down to see me play sports. You know, it was always I had to go to him. One one time he came and got me and took me to my grandma's, but he was already going there anyway because we're from the south. We're from Arkansas. His mom is, still lives there. And so um, I got with her and then when she broke up with me, it was just, it was this abandonment, you know, and it was, it was hell. I physically felt pain in my chest, you know, in my heart area, which is, I know that other people have done this too, because that's what you always talk about, the pain in your heart, right? A heartache, a heartbreak. Well, I felt it. When it comes to hell, hell is a place without God. That's what hell is. Now, is it a lake of burning fire and things of that nature? Yeah, I'd say probably it is. I take certain parts of the Bible pretty literally, especially because I've been taught this. You can't, and this is, you know what, I'll get into the Protestantism at another podcast. But when it comes to hell, how we are taught in the Catholic Church about hell is, one, it's a place without God. Well, we have felt, I feel like I've said this at another podcast, we have felt God's love since before, he says, I knew you before you were in the womb. So we, and he's loved us, he loves us all. Even the bad guys, he loves us. He has loved us since before we were in the womb. So we've had his love our entire lives, our entire state of being, we've had his love. Human beings have an infinite ability to normalize the extraordinary. Human beings have an infinite ability to normalize the extraordinary. We've all done it. We are we are normal we have already normalized God's love. We don't really feel it anymore, right? When we feel alone and stuff, we don't feel God's presence or his love. And it's the most it's it's what's keeping us alive. Right? He breathed life into us. I have a whole another part of God's existence when it comes to the essay node in our hearts, right? Because it, it's the argument is where does it come from? Nobody really knows. Doctors can't can't tell you that where does that first essay node pulse come from? 
Does it come from the brain? Well, then where does that first uh, uh, signal from the brain come from? It's God. It's God breathing life into us um, and keeping us alive. Because your brain, yes, your brain and your heart need one another to survive, but both can survive without one another for a certain amount of time. So we've went our whole lives with feeling God's love and we're, we've normalized it. Well, when it comes down to the judgment day and being judged, and, and it's our own choice, which way we want to go. Do you want to go to heaven or do you want to go to hell? If you choose to go to hell, you're going to a place without God's love. Now, imagine the worst heartbreak you've ever had. Mine was one of them. I've had two massive ones. One of them was when my first love broke up with me. The amount of pain I felt, I wouldn't have wished on anyone. Not on anyone. Take that and multiply it by an a infinite amount. Well, that's hell. That's being without God's love. That's what hell is. And by the way, you still sin in heaven. No, I'm sorry, in hell. In hell, in hell, in hell, in hell. You still have the ability. They'd never say that you can't sin in hell. You do. You just don't have any any instant gratification. You don't have anything. It's not quite a place where you're going to be sitting there fucking being poked with pitchforks and tortured. You're tortured by your own decision to not have God's love. So, how did I get there? I know I was talking about baby wipes at one point. And then we got on to hell and love and shit. Sorry. Took a, uh, took a little turn. But... It's to help you out, right? That's what that's what I'm talking about this shit with. See, I'm not looking at a piece of paper. Can't stay on point. But uh, more shit to help you. Where are we at? 45 minutes. Okay, 50 minutes. To build you up. Use baby wipes, okay? Stop washing your hair. I ha- uh, Well, at least with shampoo. I wash it. I know this sounds fucking gross, but it's not. It is the best thing for you. I, uh, I had a really itchy scalp and, and dandruff every year. I had to get anti-dandruff shampoo and all that other shit. And then Gavin McGinnis, one of my dudes that I like listening to, who I support, and you should too because he's fucking awesome, said, stop washing your hair. What are you doing? It's, it's, you're hurting. You're going bald. Well, I'm not Brad Pitt, okay? So I need to keep the good features that I have. My hair at one point was it. Uh, I actually have to shut it, cut it shorter now. I can't really grow it long because it's thinning thanks to uh, 35 years of washing it with shampoo. Uh, I stopped washing my hair with shampoo. I never have a problem. And by the way, I used to have to wash my hair with shampoo every day because my hair would be so greasy. Like, let's say I wash it in the morning today. By tomorrow morning, or let's say I wash my hair tonight with shampoo. That's how it was. I wash it tonight with shampoo. By tomorrow daytime, it would already be getting greasy. And I mean fucking greasy. So I would have to wash every day um, with shampoo. I stopped doing it. I haven't washed my hair with shampoo in probably, I don't know, two, three months, four or five months, something like that. And it's great. It doesn't smell. It doesn't hardly ever get greasy. Uh, I just I just massage it with water. That's it, right in front of the, sh- right in front of the shower. Massage it with water, dry it off. It's great. It's dry. Let's see, feel it right now. It's dry. I, it doesn't look greasy. I I can do whatever I want with it. It does. It, it I I don't hardly ever put 
any product in it anymore. Nothing. I go and get my hair cut, and the girls aren't like, oh, gross, it's greasy. Nothing. It doesn't stink. Nothing. And I don't have dandruff because my natural oils have taken over, and it's all good. So stop, sh- stop shampooing your hair. And women have been talking about this for the longest time. All you got to do, especially if you have one of those uh, shower nozzles that can come off and you can, you know, like you can use it in your hand uh, and spray your hair. All you're doing is just knocking off the dirt and you're done. And your, your body heals itself. Oh, talk. Listen to this. All right. Look up a guy by the name of Dr. Glidden. Dr. Glidden. G-L-I-D is in dog, D is in dog, E-N. Dr. Glidden. He's a holistic doctor. He's fucking awesome. Listen to that guy. Uh, also, check out, and I think I might have said this before, check out uh, Alberta University, The Cure for Cancer. Check that out too, just in case, you know. So, and use baby wipes. Uh, I mean, the, the what's it called? Oh, and you can throw them in the trash and they don't stink. I mean, obviously, don't take a shit in a baby wipe. Wipe your ass after you're done taking a shit with a baby wipe. And, dude, you're cleaning off your ass more than toilet paper would ever, ever do. Same with a, uh, oh, what's it called? And by the way, it's, it's oh, and get, the, get the, the best places to get it. Don't use Love's. Love's has the worst everything. Uh, Huggies, uh, Target, or uh, Kirkland, which is Costco, has the best baby wipes. Use those. Um and thank me later. You will feel, my. I know that my asshole is the cleanest one in the room every time I walk in. I, I am, so, oh, and by the way, for guys, uh, get the Gold Bond, I think it's called Night something, shit for your nuts, all right, for your, for your balls, for your boys, and spray that on it. It burns a little bit, but just imagine that it's burning away the stink. You don't want women, and by the way, you want women down there, right? You don't want stinky balls because then women don't go down there anymore. I know I'm, I'm essentially saying don't use product on your hair, on your head, but use it on your, on your balls, on your dick and balls. Well, to an extent. You smell great, and it's dry, and you don't have swamp dick, ever. It's fantastic. These, this is what you need to listen to me for. I've got the answers. 35 years of mistakes, and you're benefiting, okay? So stop washing your hair with shampoo, use water, and massage your scalp. Start using baby wipes. Stop being a bitch about it and just fucking do it. And stop using toilet paper. Oh, I feel wet. It dries, okay? And throw them in the trash, in a plastic bag in the trash, okay? Don't be an animal. All right? It works out. You're cleaner than you've ever been. And also wash your hands, all right? Don't stop with the rest of the shit. Anywho, take showers. Uh, Oh, the best for dudes, the best deodorant and body wash, and that's what I use. I don't even use soap because it's too expensive. Because we have hair on our bodies. Soap will not last for us. Uh, body wash, a loofah, it sounds kind of gay, but do it anyway because you're going to smell phenomenal. It's uh, uh, fucking, not Arm & Hammer. It's, what the fuck is it? It's the red Old Spice. Old Spice body wash, Sport. Old Spice Sport is the fucking shit. Get it, use it for both deodorant and body wash. It's the best one that you can get. You're welcome. All right, ladies, get your men to do this shit. You're welcome. 
all right? They will smell better and look better than they ever have. And uh, dudes, you're going to get a lot of action because of me. You're welcome. All right. Oh, on top of that, go get a survival guide book and start learning man shit. Go get your skills up. Learn how to hunt. I haven't been hunting in a while. I'm going to get back to it. Same with fishing. Keep those skills up. Learn how to, how to uh, fillet a fish yourself. Learn how to, uh, how to clean them. Learn how to clean a deer. Learn how to kill a deer. Learn how to cook. Guys, yes, should women be in the kitchen? Absolutely. So should you. That should be a family thing. Let those feminists know, too. Go fuck yourself, bitch. Yeah, the woman should be in there, and she shouldn't have any fucking shoes on. Uh, nobody should have shoes on in the kitchen. What are you, a fucking animal? You're just going to walk in the mud and then come in and walk all over the clean floor? You better be in fucking either bare feet or socks or slippers. And yeah, the woman should be in there, especially if you got kids to take care of. If you got kids to feed, the woman should be there and the man should be in there. You want to know why? Because men should be cooking the meat. Women take care of everything else. Not to say that women can't cook meat. My wife does a fine job, but she knows I'm the dude and I cook the meat. I cook the best fucking meat. All right? Guys, learn how to cook. Don't fucking think that your wife needs to cook dinner every fucking night. No, that's a kind of a, I don't want to say 50-50 relationship. That's what you guys come up with. You know what I mean? I mean, if you take the role of, all right, the wife's going to work and I'm not, that's fine too. Well, then you better get your ass in there and fucking cook more than the wife. You know what I mean? It, this is a, it's a, it's a culmination. It's you guys need to learn how to fight in a, in a, in a couple. You need to learn how to fight. You need to learn how to live with each other. All right. Because once you learn how to fight, then you don't want to fight anymore. It's kind of cool. It's like learning self-defense. Up until that point, you're always worried about getting in a fight until you learn self-defense. And then it's like, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't have that animosity anymore. I don't have that fucking inner fire, you know, cause I'm sure of myself and I can take care of it. And I don't, I don't feel the need to prove myself to anybody anymore. It's kind of a unique thing. So learn how to fight with each other, learn how to push each other's buttons. And then it's a weird thing happens. You don't want to do it anymore which is cool. So, but all of this is you taking time to focus on your life, you know, uh, be picky when, if you're not with somebody, be picky. Don't, I'd much rather you never get married than to ever get a divorce. What that means is be fucking picky, be super picky, date a lot. Stop worrying about, um, and don't, excuse me. It doesn't mean have sex. It means date. Don't be a bitch about it, you know? Go out and date a lot. See what you like. See what you, who knows? Maybe you might like fat, fat chicks or, or fat dudes. Who knows? Maybe you might like uh, just talking to somebody or this person or whatever, you know? And maybe you might not like that super pretty hot girl that you thought you did. Because guess what? That was my situation. I've always dated fucking sevens and above. Always, always. Had a couple tens in there which is pretty good for somebody who ain't a Brad Pitt and doesn't have any money. By the way, the, the time I got the most poon was when I was living, I was, I had, I was a, a fresh divorcee living in my dad's basement. You know why? Because I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I had no care about anything. And so I was just out and I'd walk up to any woman. Hey, you want to go on a date? Yep. All right, cool. I'll take you out. It is when you don't give a shit, Things come so natural. It's like throwing a football. I tell my son this all the time. When I see that ball not make it to me 
or is 20 feet away or is wobbling like a wounded duck in, in midair, I go, you were trying too hard. You gotta not try so hard and shit tends to work out better. Your body, again, this goes back to human beings being incredible. You don't, if you try too hard and there is a thing such as that, you tend not to do or have the outcome that you wish you had, you know? So anyway, date a lot. Uh, find out, uh, be absolutely certain on who you want to spend the rest of your life with. Be absolutely certain. And go into it, both of you, with the same idea that you will never use the word divorce. That you are in it to win it, like Eisenman. Could drink about 15 Heineken. No, no, no. You're in it to win it. There is nothing that will cause either one of you to divorce one another just short of adultery. You never have adultery. Okay? Learn those things. Do those things. You don't want to be in situations like I've been in. All right? Especially with a kid. Oh, my God. That And, and it's, it's more because of him. He's the one that suffers. My poor son suffers because of the decisions. Now, it wasn't my fault. I've got all the evidence in the world. I tried. I did everything I could. Went to couples therapy. I fucking bent over backwards. Said it was all my fault. Everything. And it wasn't. It was all her 100%. And I have all the evidence. But even then, my son suffers. And he, and I've told him this, he gets to be mad at me and her. He gets to be mad at both of us. Because it wasn't his fault. He had nothing to do with it. You know? He can be mad that his parents got a divorce. He has that right. Because now he has to suffer. Now he has, his foundation is crumbled underneath him. That's the massive thing. My daughter is excelling because me and her mom are together. And she has that safety. She has that feeling of, okay, this is my foundation and it's not broken and it's not going to break. I can rely on that. And I can go out into the world and I can be myself. When you divorce and you have a kid, just the mere aspect of you divorcing and not being with one another fucks that kid up. And anybody who's ever who's been the result of a divorce or from a broken home like me knows that. You know that deep down inside. If you don't, even if you don't want to admit it, that's what's happening. So, from here on out, okay? Yes, we've had divorces in the past, all that. Let's stop it here. Let's stop it here with us. And from here on out, oh, I've only got two minutes. I might have to make another one. You know what? I'll I'll do a, another one here in a little, little bit. But from here on out. Let's stop the divorces. Okay? Divorces happen up until this point. Stop it here from here on out. Let's try our best not to do it. All right? If there's an extreme situation, obviously, you need a divorce. If somebody's getting beat, divorce them. If somebody's cheating on you, divorce them. By the way, the person who told me to divorce my wife, my first wife, was a priest. Because he knew what the fuck was going on. And he knew that she was setting me up to take me for everything. Anyway. Um, I hope you enjoyed this one. I did. I feel like it was a good one. Um, I'll probably be on later or uh, give you some more content later. So uh, be accountable and be responsible and really understand what that means. Don't be lazy. This is your life. And don't be liberal. Until next time. Later.